This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. We do a lot of stuff with fishing and hunting, but there's that whole non-game wildlife aspect to think about. And one of the most popular activities in the nation is feeding wild birds. Lane Clemick loves it. He writes a column about it. So we'll have him in next to give us tips on how to get all those cool-looking birds into our, into our yard this winter. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu This is Mandy Year, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors. Blake Clemick is back. He is, of course, the Northwest Regional Wildlife Manager. We spent a lot of time talking about the two positive CWD deer in the Bemidji area. But let's change the subject, Blake. One of the things you do besides run the Northwest Region is uh, you're a columnist for the Bemidji Pioneer and Outdoor Columnist. You, you cover a lot of things, but one of the things you, you talk about a lot is non-game wildlife uh, birds. Uh, you uh, you kind of have a passion for songbirds. Yes, I do. All kinds of birds, yep. Not just songbirds, but uh, attracting birds to your backyard bird feeding station. Um, I tell you what, it's been something that that uh, I don't have a figure in my head that pops up, but you know, it, millions of people throughout this world feed and watch birds. It's uh, probably one of the more uh, enjoyable little pastimes and hobbies that people have and can participate in at any age and i'm no exception i enjoy feeding birds and watching birds i do as well we do that in our house we joke about it's a sign of our age we get excited when we see birds we've never seen before (laughs) um but i i think it was probably one of the more colorful years i have seen this past summer and maybe you have some insight on why but i saw way more orioles than i've ever seen we had indigo buntings, which I've seen only one other time in 20 years. And uh, we had some um, scarlet tanagers, which I have never seen in my yard until this year. So just wondering, was, it, was there anything unique going on this year that I wasn't aware of? Well, I'm not sure. It, you know, I'll tell you what. The, the birds are, you know, are, are often, um, there are influxes uh, annually. And we might, we, we might observe that this winter with you know, depending upon the availability of food further north, where some birds might, you know, net, you know might be spending more of their time, uh, we we might get some of those influxes, uh, eruptions, as it's called, of local local uh, populations of birds showing up uh, where maybe they normally don't, or or at least not in as many uh, as many. You know, common red pole is. Uh, is a bird that frequently all of a sudden people just like can't believe how many common red poles are around you know <laughs> and we didn't see any last year and that that's that's routine and, and that happens in the summer too or in the spring you know, when you get those neotropical migrants coming from uh, way south uh, into uh, you know even as far south as is uh, south american some of the south american countries and so forth um 
yeah, Baltimore Orioles, uh, you'll see that happening. Uh, all of a sudden, people are, are are talking about the numbers of Baltimore Orioles, and they can't keep their feeders filled. And uh, it's typically mostly males, but when, when that happens, it's it's a migration thing. Uh, it could be that it was a massive migration just ahead of or during uh, maybe some some good south winds and those things that can assist can assist um migrants but you often notice and you probably did yourself with the baltimore orioles that as uh the spring uh waned you had uh um fewer and fewer until maybe you just had a handful of nesting pairs um you know yeah. that's frequently what happens to me here southwest of bemidji by Beside, where all of a sudden i got orange everywhere and then at the at the very end of the summer, it's just a handful of pairs uh, left, you know. But yeah, those and all kinds of other birds. Uh, you know, you mentioned indigo bunting. Uh, same here. Saw more of them this past uh, season than than I ever have as well. Can't hardly explain it, but uh, sometimes it comes down to just luck. And uh, others, uh, you know, and the big thing about feeding birds is is what are you feeding you know right are, what are you actually feeding and, and that too will will bring other birds and 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 be more diverse and see seeing a more diverse diversified uh you know different birds depending on what you're feeding well i go into the store and i go to the seed section and there's eight zillion things to <laughs> choose from um so so break through the marketing and tell me what really works <laughs> I love that. You know, it's yeah. It's you ever just go to the you ever just go to the counter, you know, and buy and you just want to buy a toothbrush, <laughs> like about 120 inches on the counter of, of different toothbrushes. And it's like yep. I just want a toothbrush. That's all I want. <laughs> but same with bird feed and, and bird seed, uh, as well as bird houses and bird feeders. And I um, mean, it's just. Yeah, you can you can spend a lot of money on uh, all these different things, and that's well and good. However, the black oil sunflower seed, uh, w- for me, is hands down uh, the best seed to buy. I mean, it definitely went up in price during the pandemic, and I've noticed lately it's starting to come down again, thankfully. But, I gosh, I was paying as high as 27 almost $30 for for a bag, forty-pound bag of black oil sunflowers. So what I did is, is I kind of fed just a little bit less than I normally would. But uh, that 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 is actually the best bird seed I think that you can buy is black oil sunflower seed. You can also purchase uh, some of the millet. You'll you'll notice uh, I think a lot of a lot of stores will sell what they call wild bird mix or something like that and you'll see millet in it and you know there'll be maybe some little bit of corn uh and just a just a little bit of sunflower seed maybe even some of the striped version of of sunflower seed sometimes i'll buy a bag of that along with my 40 pound 50 pound bag of black oil sunflower seed and uh mix it mix it all together and that mixture uh a mix you know i will I, I attract different birds. I mean, more finches, for example. Hmm. Um, and maybe you, maybe you at home, uh, you guys uh, feed, do you happen to feed like Niger, uh, thistle at all? I have in the past. I haven't recently, though. 
Yeah, that's another expensive seed, but uh, thistle seed poured into thistle feeders, uh, they that's a real popular seed for uh, uh, finches, mm-hmm. all kinds of different species of finches that we also can get in the wintertime. Um, winter finches, you know, purple finches, uh, not so much, but, uh, you know, even even uh, birds like American goldfinches, um, some some people will report seeing them all winter long, um, and they sometimes do stick around. You, you won't see any pretty yellow males because their plumage is all changed by then, but, uh, you know, pine siskins is another one that are attracted to thistle. But those same species are equally as attracted to uh, to the black oil sunflower seed, as well as suet. So don't overlook suet. Um, you know, folks listening to this, uh, that that's a standard thing that I like purchasing. I, I love the you know the the round balls that you can buy that are kind of in a mesh plastic mesh that you can you know hang on to something. Then um, they seem to last quite you know long and. All you know, different species of woodpeckers, uh, downy, hairy woodpecker, the red-bellied woodpecker, and uh, even the, the big pileated woodpeckers are attracted to those suet balls or suet cakes. You sell those; they sell those at the stores too. But uh, um, you know, other birds too, nuthatches, chickadees, uh, blue jays—they all like suet. Uh, in fact, I don't know of any bird that really in the wintertime won't won't utilize suet or fat. Sometimes, Kevin, I even take uh, from one of the deer I have harvested and taken the carcass. You know, it's not for everyone, I suppose, but living out here in the woods, uh, I don't have neighbors to necessarily look across the yard to see Clemmick hanging up a deer carcass (laughs) from a tree, but um, all winter long, uh, those, you know, what's on that carcass, um, the rib cage and so forth, uh, is utilized by birds. All winter long. Northwest Regional Wildlife Manager Blaine Clemick and resident songbird experts. We'll get more tips on feeding the birds next. I'm Kevin Cochran of Kevin Cochran's Musky Guide Service, and I catch fish bigger than Kev Jackson on a daily basis. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. Hi, this is Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service and Fish House Rentals. Are you looking to plan your next ice fishing adventure? Well, look no further as Bemidji, Minnesota is the place to be. There are over 400 fishing lakes within a 25-mile radius of Bemidji. Come drop a line at Becoming a Fishing Legend. While on your fishing adventure, explore the hundreds of well-groomed snowmobile trails that Bemidji has to offer. Don't forget to take a picture with the historic Paul Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. Bemidji, bigger fish and better stories. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Paul Bunyan Country. 
Blaine Klemek, my guest today. Well, most people around the state of Minnesota know Blaine as the Northwest Regional Wildlife Manager, the guy we talked to about deer hunting, about turkey hunting, bear hunting, all the wildlife. But Blaine is also a columnist for the Bemidji Pioneer and writes a lot of columns, most of them, about wild birds, how to attract them, their behaviors, all kinds of other fascinating things. And that is our topic today because most people I know love having the birds in their yard. Now, Blaine? Are there specific seeds and foods that work better different times of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the wintertime, not so much, uh, You know, although, although I take that back a little bit, because we don't have northern cardinals to speak of here yet. Uh, some people are reporting seeing northern cardinals, like Bemidji, um, but not as many yet. Northern cardinals are are just making their way north, uh, further and further north. We're we're seeing them more and more. Uh, Park Rapids uh, do I do believe that area has uh, nesting northern cardinals, mm. and and what I'm bringing that species up for in the first place is that uh, they really have a penchant for fruit, and you can buy seed mixes that have pieces of fruit, and uh, fruit is an important important food source for all kinds of birds uh tending tending to be thing you know birds like cardinals and robins and and you know many birds ruffed grouse for example will, will feast on crab apples and and uh nanny berries and and uh cranberry and you name it i mean it's an important food item and that's why it also you you can do things by by planting fruit-bearing trees and shrubs uh, that retain their fruit through the winter or into the winter, and uh, that attracts birds. So the natural stuff that you can do around your house, around your home, by planting various trees and shrubs that produce fruit and nuts and so forth, those are all bird attractants too. But yeah, you you can go to the you know you talked about seeing all kinds of choices. Well. There should be a choice there in a well-stocked uh, store that have you know that's well-stocked with bird seed and so forth. Should have that kind of uh, seed too that has some fruit in it for those fruit-loving birds. Okay, um, I you know I noticed obviously spring they're out because they they just got here and they flew a long way and they're hungry, and then summer they disappear and then in the fall as they get ready to migrate then they're out again eating a lot. I said. Gosh, they really do act a lot like fish, uh, because uh, in the summer they don't—they aren't around as much, and they probably have a lot more natural stuff to eat as fish do in the middle of the year. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you'll see that a lot of times when when birds, uh, like right now, I in the winter here, basically winter now, I guess, it's still technically fall, but look outside and watch those chickadees and other birds. They'll grab a sunflower seed and off they go with it and what they're doing is they're caching it they're they're uh most of the time i mean obviously they're going to eat some too but they're they're hiding those seeds they're putting those seeds into uh uh into the fissures of trees and cracks and you name it for when the weather gets inclement um they're they're doing those kinds of things uh however too like you just mentioned birds uh um, do come and go and in the summertime when uh, you have, you know, when you first put out, like say the hummingbird feeders, and when you first put out the Baltimore nectar, you know, sugar water feeders, and maybe the little bowl full of jelly and 
various things like that. Uh, you get an influx of you know migrants, and you got them all around your house, and then pretty soon you don't see as many. Uh, well, the nesting season is underway, and uh, they're busy, uh, obviously, incubating eggs, and and as soon as those nestlings hatch, it's time to feed them, <laughs> and that's a busy. You, anybody that's watched uh, birds feeding their nestlings, um, you know, they they hardly have any time to eat and sleep themselves, and busy capturing insects. Uh, so, yeah, our bird feeders don't become quite as active in the summertime uh, due to those reasons. And plus, some of our migrants are pass-throughs. So, you know, like uh, spring and fall, um, you know, they're just passing through. And so uh, you're not going to see them for a long time and those kinds of things, Kevin. Yeah. Well, what are you seeing out at your house right now? The standard, standard, standard stuff that I don't mind, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Blue jays, lots of blue jays, um, and they're kind of interesting to watch when mm-hmm. they when they're feeding. Uh, you know, you'll see them if they're not uh, being disturbed. They'll it appears like they're just swallowing them whole, and they basically are uh, those sunflower seeds. And, and but you'll watch their throat, and their throat tends to get well. They do. It gets bigger and bigger, and they have what is called a lingual lingual uh, lingu. Maybe I'm pronouncing that wrong. I write it all the time, lingual pouch, and uh, it's it's a pouch that is like a storing sack, uh, special little little membrane inside of their throat, and uh, it's just an ability for them then to carry carry a load. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, off they go into the trees somewhere, and and uh, you know they'll begin to feed and and cache some uh, seed, you know, for later too. But I'm seeing them uh, white breasted and red-breasted nuthatches, uh, black-capped chickadees, red-bellied woodpeckers, and 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 uh, pileated and hairy and uh, downy woodpeckers. And, and just the other day, I saw a small flock of uh, American goldfinches. So that's primarily it right now. I mean, I could expect, I suppose, to see other other species throughout the winter, but that tends to be the the array of species that I get here. You know, and I mentioned one thing. I mentioned that one bird, red-bellied woodpecker. More and more people are seeing that bird too. That, that's another one of those species that that uh, have steadily increased in numbers and have moved their, their range map, if you will, further to the north. And um, there was a day here in Beside that I never saw a red-bellied woodpecker. In fact, I can tell you the very first time I ever saw a red-bellied woodpecker was in the spring of. 2011 when when I uh, was promoted to the area wildlife supervisor job in Detroit Lakes um, so and they're common there and a few years later when I came back here uh, I uh, saw a red-bellied woodpecker and I've been seeing them every every year since they're they're nesting here now okay wow so all it's uh, yeah, I love doing that too. It's it's a fun thing, and like you said, it's something everybody does. And you know, we typically talk fishing, hunting, those types of things. But part of the outdoor experience in the woods, part of the reason people love going in the woods, is to see, you know, the other animals and see the other birds. And so that's all part of living here, uh, and that's what makes living up here such a great play, uh, great thing to do. Yeah, and you just reminded me of something too, Kevin. When every you know, I hunt a lot, you know, and get back to camp or wherever I am and a lot of times what I'm talking to my hunting partners about 
isn't that deer or elk that you saw? It's it's that it's that uh, one unique experience you had seeing a bird or other other species of wildlife or or, or something else other than maybe you know the kind of the reason you're out there hunting, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I find it happening all the time where we're sitting around a fire talking about the various animals and birds and so forth that that we've seen other than the than the deer or the elk that we're out there hunting for so same thing with looking out the window how many times you know this morning i fed the birds and uh, there's been numerous times today working from home today that uh um you know take a look outside and see what's happening out on, on the bird feeder well, Blaine Clemick, we had a long conversation today about a couple of very diverse topics, but both really cool ones. Uh, again, that uh, that hunt is coming up December 16th, 17th, and 18th. All the details are on the uh, Minnesota DNR website. And, uh, Blaine, once again, congratulations to you. Your plaque just got smaller. You can take the interim off and just put Northwest Regional Wildlife Manager. <laughs> there you go, Kevin. I'll do that. <laughs> Blaine, thanks for taking the time today. It's always great to talk to you. Always great to talk to you, too, Kevin. Thank you. That's a wrap for another week. I'm Kev Jackson. As always, thanks for taking the time. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen, and galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at Gravitationally Bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.